Welcome into the Phil Arlinghouse program. I'm your host, Phil Arlinghouse. Welcome into this edition of the Phil Arlinghouse program for sure. I'm hoping you all have been enjoying this. And it's been really fun to me. And I, I just, I love this. I love radio. I love being a part of it. I love producing it and and hosting things and being guests on shows and and I never thought I would enjoy it. Actually, uh, that's not true. I you know when I first saw an episode of Frasier so many years ago, uh, millennials don't even know who Frasier is, and uh, which is sad. It was, it was a good show, and uh, I was like, that would be cool. That would be cool to be on the radio. Maybe not giving psychology advice, you know. And, <laughs> doing that and letting people air out their uh, personal problems like that on the airwaves but it would be fun to, to have a radio show and to do that and, and you know unfortunately I had the opportunity to go be uh, a radio show locally in my area and that was a lot of fun and got invited back and and then started working there as a radio producer and that was fun and then been you know and then with the magic of technology being so cheap now you know this is like the fifth podcast i started for myself and i'm already this is episode two you know and i've done uh, uh episode one already and and then i've done uh a little teaser intro type one that was only like three minutes and you know that was a lot of fun and I did that quickly and, and, and you know I'm super excited about that but you know it's been really fun so today I'm going to just get into some of it and just start to be part of that that world you know and, and I hope you all appreciate that and, and, and understand where I'm coming from I'm not I'm not trying to preach at you, maybe a little bit, uh, but I, I just want to start, let me start at the top. Why am I running? I gave a little bit of that last week, but I just want to start there for just a moment, because uh, it's going to lead into into the, my next thing, the how. I'm running because... I want my little girl to have the same opportunities that I had. I also see a great danger on the horizon in socialism, and I don't want—I don't want to face that. I don't want my daughter to face that. I, you know, it's—I don't want any anybody to face that. And 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 if you've gone through socialism, you—you've seen it, and you don't want—you don't want that here. You don't want to flee one country to come to this country and, and, and just get back into it um, and four I, I feel this is what God's called me to do I, I don't know this wasn't this wasn't an easy decision this wasn't something that I just woke up one day and said I'm doing this some people think I did I mean and that's fine but that's not necessarily the case when um when you've, when you've been a student of politics and history, for that matter, for as long as I have, and you see something that is 
the same as before. Albeit some, you can change the names of who's involved and, and a little bit of what the, the, the why is, but the why is still the same. You tend to stop and start asking questions, especially of God and going, what, 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 why, why, why is this, what is this, what, what am I, what is being changed here that I need to be a part of? Well, we can go back, it's been like 22, 23 years ago now, when this story starts. I remember watching the nightly news and seeing that President Bill Clinton was being impeached. Now, what he was being impeached over is a matter of debate. Officially, it's for lying and, and some other things like that. You know, unofficially, it was because of his affair with an intern. And, you know, whatever. You know, I don't really care the why, but he was. He, he was impeached and then acquitted in the, in the Senate. Fast forward 22, 23 years now, and, and we have a very similar case. I think, at least with Bill Clinton, President Clinton, we actually had a crime committed. Because it's it's not good to lie to the people about it. It's not good to lie under oath and perjure yourself. That's a crime. However, with President Trump, no crime is needed. Just because we said so is what makes it wrong. But these are the bookends of my political and historical studies. All right. I knew, I knew, I knew I had to revive this program and 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 actually go further. What what is that step further? And and you know, praying about it and considering it and and, and going. And I'm like, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to redo the podcast, which I'm doing. And then two, how can I actually be fully involved this time? Not just doing a podcast, not just presenting, because there's plenty of people out on the airwaves. And there's people with a lot more following than I do and a lot more pool than I do. And I mean, you got Rush Limbaugh and you've got Glenn Beck and Sean Hannity and Mark Levin. And, you know, you got all these great people doing great work. And, and I don't want to diminish them. I don't want to horn in on their their stuff. But I just felt it was time to get back into the saddle doing this. Two... I felt I needed to do something. And when I heard that, that Representative Phil Rowe was retiring, I thought that might be the opportunity, so I prayed about it. And it was actually about a month after he uh, retired uh, when I really kind of considered it. And that was the day after they uh that you could go actually get the ballot to to start filling after or that was the day you could get it the day after i went and got the ballot and uh, a ballot petition to get the signatures to be on the 
the ballot. And it's, it's just amazing time, amazing effort for this. And, and I just, I just felt some confirmation um, to do this. And part of it was great peace about doing it. Part of it, I've joked with some people that I'm running an re-election campaign, not an election campaign. And that's just because how much peace I have about doing it. That's not because I think I've won it. Um, that's just the peace level I have about it. And, and, you know, usually when I have this level of peace, it's the right thing to do. It's the thing that God's called me to do if I have a high level of peace about it. You know, my wife was on board, and um, which was a big hurdle. Because sometimes I go, this is what God's called me to do, and then, she's, you know, she's seen me do that. Not that I, I have felt called to things, and I believe sometimes we're called to things, and we may not get it or may not accomplish it, but God's called us more on the path and the journey to do that, to step out in faith, to move toward that, you know, and so, you know, I've done that, I've done that several times, and, and you know, I, I think my wife's coming along a little bit, and now that if I say that this is what God's called me to do, she's a little bit more open to it, because she's seen things happen on, on other times. But, you know, it's one of those things that, you know, I, I personally believe if God's called you to do something, step out and do it. Don't just sit back and, and wait. Oh, God will provide the absolute right timing. My, not necessarily true. Like I said, sometimes it's stepping out onto the journey toward that goal. If you sit there and go like, well, you know, God's called me to be a Ph.D. and a tenured professor at Harvard. And yet you're 35 and you don't even have a bachelor's degree. And you think, oh, God will do that for me. Maybe you should start by looking and getting enrolled at schools and start going on the thing. And if God's provided for it, maybe it'll be an accelerated program where you can get your bachelor's and your master's and using your skills that you've got. You know, I mean, stuff like that. It's a process. I don't think everything is a snap and then you have it. So, you know, just like this campaign is a process, I mean, I had to get the balance and get 25 signatures, and they've asked for more just in case a few of them aren't actually registered, or, or, you know, sometimes it may be a clerical error where, like, someone moved, and they're still in the district, still registered, they just haven't updated their address in the system yet, or or it hasn't been processed that the, there was the change of address or something, you know, something like that, not saying anything that anything against that but you get that and then you have to go through all these hoops for finances and and i'm not a financial minded guy i'm really not uh you tell me how much i can spend out of the bank account and we're good you know i that's my that's my way of doing it you know and uh, i i figured out that i can 
allow my car to go all the way up until the day before I got paid and then I could run my account in the negative and I wouldn't be charged uh, uh, overdraft fee and then I'll get paid and cover that that thing and not not the best way of running a budget or anything but that's kind of the way I did it and you know my, my wife is she does a lot of accounting and, and, and accounts payable and account receivables and budgeting and payroll stuff for companies and some HR stuff and so I tend to let her use uh, do our budgets and stuff because she's definitely gifted that way and I'm definitely a visionary person and, and, and see the big picture and she's definitely detail oriented and and seeing the numbers so to speak and and so you know I'm having her help do some of the financial stuff because uh, I can't I don't know about it I really don't uh, just being honest with you on that um, I can learn about it and grow and, that, and that's what I always do if I don't know something I ask I look for things to help me grow in that area that may, that's true for anything it doesn't matter if if I've been doing something for so long like this podcasting and radio stuff I've I've done this for five years now and I love it I love doing it but there's always a better way to do something there's always better equipment updates to softwares that make it easier Sometimes the updates make it harder. It's true. But one of the things I think we have to understand and, 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 and see is we're only as good as we let our knowledge limit us. And and I'm a lifelong student. I, I'm, I'm still doing some schooling, getting, uh, working on my, my Master's of Divinity. Um you know, but I, I just, now is the time to step forth into what God's called me to do. You know, I, I felt for a long time that I might be in, entering the political arena. And I have an opportunity now, too. And I just really, I, I really want support in this. You know, it's one of the reasons I'm doing this podcast. It's one of the reasons I'm running is is can I get support? And, and, and now it's been tough here the last couple of weeks because uh, unless you're listening to this in the summer and we might be, you know, might be everything be okay. But, you know, if you're listening to this shortly after it comes out, uh, we've been doing the quarantine for the, the Chinese virus and so it's been tough we had to postpone an event and i i released an official statement over over that and and that that just says we we have um, that we're postponing the event until later dates and and whatnot but you know we we have to do what we have to do you know and it's one of those things that we can't we can't grow if we're not going to learn and 
I want to grow as a candidate. I want to grow as a father. I want to grow as a person, as a husband, as a citizen. One of the ways we do that is we grow by doing. And, you know, that's I'm going to get better at these podcasts. I understand that. Um, the producing side of it's not going to be that that much of an issue for me. I'm pretty good with that. Uh, but, you know, some of this, this talking stuff, I, I, I definitely am a... Uh, I'm not the best speaker. I understand that. But I definitely am better than a lot of people. I am not the worst. And when I get going on a roll, it's a better than sometimes. You know, I'm... I'm pulling up stories and pulling up different things. So some of the gaps in the, in the fall away of the voice is because I'm looking at the iPad trying to do stuff to get things going. And, you know, it's, it's one of those things that I, I just work hard for people. I want to serve people. And I want to serve the Lord. And so, how do I do that? I do that by doing a lot of the things that I would normally do, but put it out. I work for a nonprofit thrift store that supports the homeless. In, in my area. It's a great organization to work for. And I, I really, really do appreciate working there. They're great people that I'm working for. And we do a lot of good by helping a lot of community, uh, a lot of the community people, a lot of the people that would be on the street if it wasn't for this organization that I work for. I... You know, I don't, I'm not directly involved with the homeless because I work at the thrift stores. The thrift stores are a great, great, great part of this organization. They provide a third of the funding for the homeless shelter, which I think is pretty awesome. Um, they've really only been doing about 20 years, and they're up to a third of the funding. You know, I mean, they would love that... The thrift stores would be more than that. For sure. Um, but they can't guarantee everything. You know, we, we've been having issues recently with this Chinese virus. And it's been, it's been hampering me doing the campaign. It really has. It's been bothering me. I want to be out there with you all. I want to be meeting you. I want to be greeting you. I want to be... Uh, be with you all but unfortunately I I can't there's not really much I can do about that I uh, if I can find it on here here we go uh, it, it's quite quite crazy so the other day 
I knew I had to do this because I was seeing things coming down the pike and um, and I I knew I had to do it but so I I posted this if I can if it will come up there we go because I understood that we're living in a weird time. And I want to read you this statement about the coronavirus. Because this is because I care about you all. It's not because I'm trying to make a political move. It's not because I'm trying to be, I'm better than anyone else. It's because I care about you. I'm on lockdown. I'm going out to the grocery store to pick some things up when needed. Not necessarily, oh, I just want to get out of the house. My wife's working from home. She has a job that she's working for. And I mean, I, I'm fortunate to have a job that that's closed, but they're still going to take care of me. But I don't have a job that I can work from home. It's not, not that way. But because I care about the people of this district, and I think that's something different than most people. I, I care about you all. I don't, I don't want anyone to think I'm making this plea of caring about you as a political thing. It's not. It's because I really, truly care about you. I'm called to love people by God. And that's what I do. I love people. I don't just sit there and say that. I, I do that. One of the reasons I work for the place I work. I could go work elsewhere and make more money and be in a higher position. But because I'm helping the people out, that's why I stay one of the reasons I'm running for Congress is because I want to help this district out. I want to see this district grow. I want to see this district become all that it can be. I don't believe that it is. I don't believe that uh, we are. I mean, there's been stories of uh, New York Times reporter during the Great Depression coming down here because they thought this was the hardest hit of the Depression. And the people that this reporter was interviewing was like, what? There's a Depression going on? This is how we've lived forever. You know, I don't. I, I, I think we can grow from that. I think we can. I think we're at the bottom end of it right now, and we can definitely go up. I want to make Tennessee the number one district, East Tennessee the number one district, Tennessee the number one state for business. I, I, I want that. I want businesses to leave their state and come here, especially as states like California and New York start imposing weird taxes. And, that, and, and other things and other requirements and regulations. But, but because I care about you all, I had a long discussion with my campaign manager, who you'll meet, by the way. I'm going to bring him on a couple of these episodes as well. But I, I see this here, and I, I, want to, I want to play this for you, and I want you to hear it and understand it. This is an official campaign statement. To all constituents of Tennessee Congressional District 1, due to the recent outbreak of the Chinese virus, or commonly known as the coronavirus or COVID-19, my campaign has made the decision to postpone or suspend meet and greets and other events that could draw large crowds. This is in direct response to the recommendation of the President, his COVID-19 Task Force, and the Center for Disease Control.
We will still hold individual meetings with community leaders, business owners, church leaders, and other individuals up to nine people. We here at the Feel for House campaign respect and honor the president and seek to follow his lead. The Feel for House campaign believes that President Trump and his administration is handling the response to the Chinese virus outbreak with proper timing and force. He acted quickly and decisively to counter this virus. Those who disagree with President Trump and his response are losers and un-American commies. We will overcome this just like we have in the past. And we are Americans. God bless President Trump. God bless you. God bless America. God bless Tennessee. That was my statement that I released because I care about you all. I don't want to bring crowds of people together and then we all get sick. I don't I respect the president. I respect the decisions that he's making. And we have to we have to follow that. But I want to be with you all. I want to meet and greet you all and and I'm you you all can contact me and I'll come do one-on-ones and one on twos and stuff like that and and up to nine people because I want to meet you all I want to prepare for larger meet and greets so if you own a company or a church or something like that let's talk we can email back and forth and plan something for later this year in, in May or June or July Really, we we don't have a whole lot of time, and so this taking a whole almost month out of our thing, out of our out of our campaign is really hurting. But you know, we're gonna follow the president and 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 what his task force says to do because I believe these are these are people who truly understand what's going on, unlike the media that wants to hype everything up. I do believe the media is hyping this up. I, I believe 90% of this is media hysteria. I do. I really do. Uh, why, why are we running out of toilet paper? Toilet paper is not something that the store should be running out of. Why is there runs on food? There shouldn't be runs on food. It's because the media is trying to make it so much worse than it is. COVIDactnow.com or .gov or whatever it is said that by the 19th of March, Tennessee would have like 900 and something, or no, no something, 9,000 9, cases, something like that. I mean, it, it was in the thousands. And of that, like, 1,500 require hospitalizations. Um, we only had like 300 that required hospitalizations. We were well, well, well below the number that they were saying that we needed. Now, I don't think the COVID Act now is necessarily... I don't think that's coming out of the task force. I think it's coming out of the CDC. And I don't trust everything the CDC does, but... They do have more good than bad, for sure. And I definitely trust them over the World Health Organization, for sure. Now, I want to. I want you to understand how I come to decisions for the most part. 
I have a two filter lens to filter worldview on, on, on this stuff, whatever you want to call it. Um, the first is God. I run everything I can through scripture and what God says. What godly counsel says. What other things said. I'm, I'm getting so much confirmation about running from people. It's unbelievable. The people I trust, people who, you know, people I haven't heard from in a while are coming out and said, yes, yes, this is, I believe this is what you're called to do. I remember conversations we've had years ago and seeing that, that you have a passion and a drive for this that, that'll make you into something that'll be in this position. All right, now, that's, that's people. I didn't ask them for those comments. They freely offered them to me. I, you know, that, that's not one person. That's a couple people. That that's that's several people. That's, and I'm really excited about that. That gives me fire and drive to go through that. And and, and these are godly people in my life. And they're not they're not just oh these are friends. Yeah, I'll support you. Or these are family. And oh yeah, I'll support you because you're family. Some of them are, but some of them have seen me grow up and, and heard conversations with me and, and know where I stand and, and know that I'm not going to waver. If God says it, then let's do that. If God, maybe we shouldn't do it. Or maybe we default to my second filter. What does the Constitution say? I am 100% a constitutionalist. You know, I'm 100% a Bibleist. You know, someone who stands on the Bible, someone who uses the Bible to make decisions. Same with the Constitution. I, I'm 100% that. So I'm 200% American. No, uh, <laughs> partly yes. Uh, but these are how I how I do my things. Is it constitutional? Is there a provision laid out in the Constitution, either by the amendments or the Articles? All right, so you want to enact gun laws? Well, does it affect our right to bear and keep arms? You want to pass a law that makes Islam, or uh, sorry, uh, Sharia law, a thing that's recognized? I personally believe that's against the First Amendment. And I believe that Sharia law is against a lot of other laws as well but that's a different issue let's just stand on these two issues if it's if we see what god says and and something's not lining up with that let's not do it if we see something offered and it's not lining up with the constitution let's not do that all right now you might get into a thing where it's a gray area that the Bible doesn't really talk about it or the Constitution doesn't really talk about that. You know, then this is when I definitely want to listen to you, the people, for sure. I mean, I want to listen to you all the time, but I'm not going to go against my conscience or what what my Lord says. Uh, you know, I'm not going to go against that. But if there's something that's like, yeah, whatever. You know, to me, a, a bill over... You know, whether or not they should paint the White House 
a different color other than white. I, you know, there's not an answer in scripture for that. And I'm, I'm pretty sure there's not an answer for that in the constitution. I don't think it's laid out that it has to be white. Um, you know, I, I mean, I'd want to hear from you all for sure. All the issues like that, that it's like, well, you know, I don't see any problem with it. Uh, you know, they want to paint it green, whatever. Well, I might vote for that for sure because green's my favorite color. But, you know, I, I would definitely get your all's opinion and, and get what you all have to say on it. And, 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 you know, that's just the way it is. Those are, you all are the tiebreaker for sure. You know, I, I think if we all line up with what Scripture says and what the Constitution says, I think... Now, I don't think, I know, and I believe, and I know, I know 100%, if we do what those two things say, say, we wouldn't be having the problems we have now. We really wouldn't. We wouldn't have these showboating nonsense going on about, oh, well, they put this into this bill, and uh, they put this in this bill, and... Oh, because he mentioned this one thing at one time. With if you read it out of contents for sure, uh, he's doing this, and so we need to impeach him. No, we wouldn't have that nonsense. Come on, people, grow up. We, the people out here in America, are looking at you, thinking you all are crazy, and they are. You know, I mean, literally, I mean, there's. There's a meme going out, and it's got Joe Biden. It says he puts the dim in dementia, and I'm like, it's weird and it's crazy what's going on, and we have to stand firm on that. and And if people would actually stand firm on Scripture and on the Constitution, we could move forward and move out of this, and and the economy would go back up and. People would be helped and businesses would be helped and and none of this nonsense. You know, because part of it is that we have a limited government. So the Democrats putting in all this extra funding in these corona response bills that takes away money to actually help businesses and and the people shouldn't be happening according to the Constitution. Because we should be having a limited government. A government that does things for the people. That's one of our things about being founded. We're for the people. We're founded by the people and of the people and for the people. So the people running it should be of the people. The people, you know, that form it is by the people. The people that, that the things that come out of it is for the people. Well, right now... We don't have really anybody that's of the people. Don't really have anything they're doing that's for the people. And I guess technically they're by the people, but it's just weird how many people get voted out of office even though exit polls show that they should win and all of a sudden here's a ballot box coming out of a janitor's closet and oh I forgot two boxes in my trunk oh that's weird that these are in here I think we've gotten away from that concept I think we need to restore sanity and common sense to the government
You know, I, I want to run a no, uh, a, a stop the nonsense campaign. You know, I, I really see a lot of these problems. If we just stopped it and act like adults and act like Americans, we would really do a lot of good for the country. But we're not. People are really not doing that. People are putting their self-interest and their lobbyist interests and above the people and that's that's terrible that's bad that's wrong that shouldn't be happening that that it really bothers me it really does it really bothers me that they can't get their act together and start helping on people so you know we get to the point where where we can either let them keep doing it and we can try and ignore it, but then we get all these fines and stuff for not following the law. Or we can send people like me that's had enough and said enough is enough. We have to stop this nonsense. Let's send people who are really truly of the people now um, up there. I, I just want I just want you to understand that I don't want to I don't want to sound like I'm better than anybody I don't want anyone to think that whatsoever I want you to just know that I'm here for you all and uh, I don't you know I I like I've said before I care about you all. I want you to get a candidate who's real, who's honest with you all, who's honest with you on several things. I struggle with a lot of things, but I will tell you my convictions about God and about this country and about the state is not changing. We have to understand that. We have to go about doing the, these things the right way. I'm for a limited government. A very limited government. In some ways, I'm libertarian in that regard. Uh, I, I think you have like the three branches government and that's pretty much it. But I understand in our society we have to have a, a defense. And that defense requires some intelligence. I don't know if we need as many intelligence agencies as we have, but, you know, it's it's okay. Uh, I think there needs to be some cleaning of the house there that would help drain the swamp. You know, um, you know I, I think we need, uh, you know, a more powerful hose to help drain it. Um, you know, I... Someone said, you know, help drain it as you put fresh water in. And I get that mentality, but sometimes that just overflows it. It runs the swampiness to other areas. And so you have to literally drain it. And sometimes that requires multiple hoses in it. And and you can't do that with, with a limited number of people and people who are just going to go there and do the same thing. We have several candidates who are doing the same thing. 
and they'll do the same thing as as their counterparts in dc and we have to prevent that from happening we the people have to take a stand I remember several years ago when the Tea Party started, and I was really excited about this group because I was like, this could be a group that really takes back America. You know, I had some powerful people who had national influence involved in it. It had some, you know, a large group of people working and taking care of stuff. Um, Had many... Uh, movements that were going on, on within that and it was bipartisan there was Democrats in there as well and I think I'm still a member my membership's still active with them uh, I'm still on the Tea Party website and, and get their emails and stuff like that it kind of died down and it's trying to pick back up and I'm trying to get involved with the local Tea Party here and in the district, uh, you know, I, I, you know, with certain things, I can't really get in contact with them too much because they've all canceled their meetings and and stuff, and you know that's that's tough and that's sad because I enjoy going to meetings with like-minded people and and trying to get my name out there and and whatnot, and I just I just enjoy it, you know, but. I think we have to come to a point where we go are we going to send the same people up there the same type of people or are we going to send someone who actually will truly represent our district and honestly I hope you choose the latter and I hope you choose me for that and the reason I I say that is I'm not trying to brag or trying to say that. I, I know 100% I'm the only constitutionalist running. I know that. And there may be other people that want to disagree with me on that, but if you take a look at their stances, they're not. They're, they, they're not. They, they try to be, they're at best Republicans and the right of center uh, is the best I can give them. Uh, that's most of the people running, actually. I mean, several of them admit to be Democrats. I'm like, why are you running on the Republican ticket? That's why I keep saying I'm I'm a constitutionalist. I'm a conservative. I'm, you know, I'm not I'm not necessarily a Republican, but I'm running on the Republican tickets because it lines up with me mostly. And I'm glad that we're getting conservatives to come back into it and see it, for sure. Uh, but it's it's tough. It's tough being a constitutionalist. It's tough being a conservative. It's easier to just be a Republican. It's easy just being whatever. But I I can't. I have to stand on the principles that that I was raised with and that I, I grew up with and that I saw and that I learned and, and all that. I mean and and some people are like, Well, you're kinda of closed minded being that way and I'm like how am I closed-minded if I've studied it all and came to the realization and the points that I've studied based on the evidence, based on the facts, based on my knowledge, based on the knowledge of others? 
that these certain principles are the right things to do. I have a couple of important things that I, I am running on. And, and, you know, some of those things are like I'm pro-life, pro-fair text, uh, House Resolution 25, H.R. 25, uh, pro-guns, pro-Second Amendment totally all the way. I, I got a new gun recently. It's, it's great. It's a Walter PPQ 45. And you met, but I like Walters, and and you know I, I've read about them and stuff. And that doesn't mean I w- I won't own any other type of gun or any anything else. But I just there's a connection with me because I'm a huge James Bond fan, and you can call me what what you want and and everything. And part of me wanted the Walter just because that's what James Bond carries. Um, but it's a nice gun. It's got a nice weight to it. Feeling and you know, of course I. I don't want to carry anything less than a forty because um, too many stories, too many stories. But you know, uh, I just, I just love the Constitution. I love Scripture, and I just, I just want to be part of this. And you know, I, I have other issues. Healthcare, we have to. We have to continue to dismantle the nonsense that was Obamacare. We have to continue to dismantle that. Repeal every piece of that and replace it with something better. And, and, and do, do I totally know what that is? No, not totally. I, I One of the things is I think we should be able to buy it like we buy car insurance, which is across state lines. That So you you have competition because right now you have like three people in in a state that sells it and that's pretty much it and you don't have competition in it and, and that's one of the reasons they kind of have monopolies on things and so if you can sell them across state lines you're going to have other things popped up i mean why is car insurance so cheap because you can sell it across state lines another options is people start using health savings accounts I mean this simple thing or MediShare programs or, 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 or other options but we can't let it we can't keep Obamacare around. we have to destroy it every bit of it get it out of there repeal replace it with something way better and, and I think we can talk with people who actually understand the way it works and, and get there and I think some of the medical doctors some of that is is insurance people who've been in there and realize it's a slimy organization type thing and, 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 and we have to we have to dismantle and put it through and and then you know I, I'm I'm pro uniform and so what I mean by that is I'm pro uniform in that not that I think citizens should wear uniform don't get me wrong that's not it I'm pro military pro first responders people that who wear a uniform every day you know the military you know the the police officers I, you know i'm a member of the association of the united states army because i believe we need to have a strong military and and a strong army and and so i'm i'm proud to be part of that organization to help uh 
help support the military and make sure they get funding for what they need and the, to make sure they get everything that they they want and desire and and you know <laughs> um, to be there uh, support police officers. I, I mean, I'm I, I'm friends and family members with with several officers and detectives and and other things and you know I. I've uh, become part of the National Sheriff's Association because I believe that we have to have a strong law enforcement and, and I want to support our sheriffs and, and, and sheriff's deputies and I have several family members who are part of that organization in the sheriff's office and, and I think they're doing a wonderful job and I think we've, we've lived in a sad state of affairs recently with the bashing of our police officers. You know, I'm not saying every single person, and just like every, not every single person in anything is is 100% right and 100% okay. I mean, I think there are bad apples in every, every lot. And unfortunately, some slip through. And then they do disgrace it. But, um, but I, I really feel that a lot of the people who wear a majority of the people, 99.9% of the people who put on a uniform every day are good people who care about their communities, who cares about this nation and wants to, and wants to do everything they can, including laying down their life for the freedoms of this nation and of the people in this nation. So if you're listening to this and you serve in any capacity in the military, as a veteran, as a police officer, firefighter, EMT, whatever, I want you to know that you have an ally in me. I want you to know that I am thankful for you every day. I'm sorry. Just think about stories of family members who were in war sometimes. And it gets me thinking. I, I think a lot. And I've just hearing stories of people uh, who were in situations that bullets are flying around them. And, and I just I just admire these people so much. You know, I, I love my family anyway, but then you add what they've done in the in the military or with the police service, and it just really is just phenomenal. You know, we, we live in a world where some people want to go and say, it's okay not to... Um, not to be thankful for people not to be thankful for things and I don't ever want to be that way and that's why I thank you thank you first responders thank you veterans thank you active duty military and reserve military I do everything in my power to support you all some of that is we still need to clean up some of the VA stuff some of that we need to make sure that you are outfitted with the proper equipment so you can do your job. No one will fight harder for you as a military 
personnel, law enforcement personnel, veteran, whatever the case may be with that. No one would fight harder for you. Not out of this district. I promise you that. I'm also running on support of our president. There have been many people who are running who are giving lip service to the president. Unfortunately, they don't mean it. You can read between the lines. You can see things that they don't really put out there. I support this president. I rant and rave over the nonsense that is going on. Why can't Congress get out of the way and let him do his job? All right, I think he's doing a phenomenal job. I will say this. He wasn't my first choice because he wasn't necessarily the first person to announce. I got behind Ted Cruz early, but Ted Cruz was the first person to actually announce his candidacy for the 2016 presidential cycle. All right? And that's who I went for. Then President Trump came down the escalator. Still like Ted Cruz. Still a fan of Ted Cruz, but doesn't mean that I was 100% behind Ted Cruz anymore. I like Donald Trump. He definitely was not my last choice out of that. There was far, far more people. Out of 16 people, there was a lot of people. There probably was only like a handful of people I actually liked. And Donald Trump was in that handful, for sure. 100%. And when it started to be, he was going to be the nominee looking that way, he had my support 100%. It started started fading away from Ted Cruz uh, from the beginning when he came down the escalator. You know, it wasn't 100% switchover. I have a lot of friends that had a lot of switchover. There were some questions that needed to be answered. But through his rallies and what he said and, and how he wanted to make America great again, I was 100% on that bandwagon. If people want to doubt me, people want to say I didn't do this, I have receipts that prove that I was donating to his campaign early on. Probably far earlier than anyone else running for this seat. President Trump, if he listens, I want him to hear that he has a supporter and an ally running in this district. I want him to know that I am thankful that God placed him in that office. I want him to know that he is the greatest president I've ever seen in my life. There's definitely, I, there's definitely comparisons with Reagan. I never knew Reagan. I, I'm too young. Reagan, Reagan was out of office by the time I was born. Lincoln was not in office at all. He was definitely dead and gone before I came around. You know, these are two of the greatest presidents. Two of the greatest presidents that I know. But then there's Donald Trump. Donald Trump looks people in the eye. And he's made promises. And he's kept promises. And I want to be the same type of person. He did tax cuts. He's working on behalf of the American people. He's making America great. He's given us one of the strongest economies we've ever known. It's not that it's just, oh, this is the strongest economy we've had in a decade, or this is the strongest economy we've had in in two years. No, this is the strongest economy we've ever had. That's why we can take some of these hits from the Chinese virus 
and still keep on rolling. Mr. President, you are doing a phenomenal job. In my words, you are doing a fantastic job. Keep up the good work. We're going to keep America great. And I want to be right there next to you, being your ally in the U.S. House of Representatives. I want him to know that. I want you all to know that, too, that I would be his ally. I'm the only one running that would be 100% behind the president. Now, if he start doing some things that are very anti-American and un-American, then I'd have to separate that. But I don't believe that. He believes in America. He believes in the people of America, unlike a lot of politicians. I mean, that's one of the greatest things about him. He's not a politician. He's not putting his interests above America. No matter what the media says, no matter what they try and make you believe, he's definitely not putting the interests of America or of of himself above Americans. He is definitely putting America first. Whether that is in the international stage, which I love, uh, if that's at home, he has worked to make America great again. And he's done that by putting people back to work, by bringing the economy back up, by showing us what, what, we, uh, what we can do, showing us our true potential. We need strong allies for him in the house. And that's why I'm running. Mr. President, I'm here for you. First District of Tennessee, I'm here for you. America, I'm here for you. I want you to understand that. I want you all to hear that. I want the President to hear that. No one will be a stronger ally for him than myself. I never thought I would support Donald Trump as President. then he ran you know as we close this show out it's been great here talking to you it's been great telling you um, how I believe uh, what I believe and how I believe and and the different things that's been going on and I just want you to understand that and, and, and hear from me how I stand and how I believe. And, and just, I may sound like I'm ranting and raving and ramble, rambling and doing a whole bunch of other things like that, but I really want you to understand that and hear that from me, from me, not from anyone else, not from a paper, not from anything, but from me. As, I, as I'm gearing up more of these shows and doing more of these shows, and this is, like I said, the second one, but I, am, I really want you to hear that I have you all in mind and doing things that will support you. I want you to understand that. I want you to have hope and bright eyes toward the future. We have a God that will prosper us and will guide us if we do what he wants. If we work toward his will. 
So we have to do what my friends say, vote the Bible. I'm giving you an option for someone that stands upon the word of God and vote for it. I love you all. I'm excited that we're going on this journey together. I care for you. Go on my website, philforhouse.com. That's Phil with the number four, house.com. Same with Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at philforhouse. You can go there and find information about me, find some more in-depth, find some things. I got a campaign store. Go to my website or, or my Facebook or stuff and find the link there for my campaign store with, with shirts and coffee mugs. And we even got a tote bag that says, I heart my, not I heart, I love my AR. Go out and check it out. See see if you want to buy anything. All that goes to help support this campaign and and, and do some of the other stuff that we need to do. Get, get out some stuff. If, if you need to contact me, there's a contact form on my website. Go to my Facebook or my Instagram or my Twitter and contact me there. Everything's open, so you can contact me. I promise you I'm the one that responds. There's no intern or no one else that does this. I respond. There are a few other people that might see it, like my campaign manager, because he has access to it. But for the most part, it's just me. And I'm going to be the one responding. No one else. I want you to know that. I want you to understand that. And I, I will take time and effort and care into responding to you. I ask if you bring something up and, and I respond to you. And, and I, I want to have a conversation with you. I don't, I don't want this to be one-sided or me come down and go, I can't believe you said that to me. No, I don't want to do that. I want, I want to be like, hey, okay. How are we going to do this? Again, that's philforhouse.com. Phil, the number four, house.com. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at philforhouse. And this has been the Phil Arlinghouse program with me, Phil Arlinghouse, candidate, the only conservative candidate for the first district of Tennessee for the U.S. House of Representatives. Good morning, good afternoon, good night, wherever you are, whenever you're listening to this. Love you all. Take care. God bless you. God bless America and God bless Donald Trump.